Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Penn LPS Online takes the transformative power of an Ivy League education and makes it available to busy adults with big ambition. Work full-time while you earn credentials in climate change, writing, digital strategies, data analytics, and more. Pursue your career-building certificate from the University of Pennsylvania online. It's Ivy League. It's online. And it's open to everyone. Learn more at upenn.edu slash LPS online. Yo, 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 it's the Kevin and Nikki show on iHeartRadio, and we're getting ready to go, ho, ho.
Sake, of course it's me, a veteran known as the Master Chief. A fighting squad, six to danger, winning stuff off the reppin' ranger. Have a little talk with my medicine man, you sit get them scars, fast that you get to all you girls. And wanna join my tribe? Just move to the rhythm and feel my vibe. Put up a fuss in the end, you'll agree, but when you come inside, my TV, as I said before, you can sense the danger when you're stuck about the ripping ranger. With silver and I, take a ride, all you teams better step aside. I stay the squad, then run away. How super is what I'll say. Think about that episode from uh, Fresh Prince of Bel You know, look, I was just saying all my Indian names, man. You know, I was to watch the Long Ranger. <laughs> uh, Pepsi, keep sounding. Hey, Tonto. You know what? Every time I get ready to break out in a rhyme, you come up. Oh, you know, I, I know you're about to rhyme. Never mind. I can't do it. I, now. Know, you, I know you're about to rhyme. No, I can't do it. That's you. You messed me up. <laughs> I can't do it there. Go, no, go, go. No, on. but that song always made me think about that episode from Fresh Prince of Bel Air when Will yeah. and uh, Carlton was on stage dancing at that club, <laughs> and then that fool picked him up and started swinging him around and threw him into the crowd. 
<laughs> they was doing. They was getting. You know, like you get on my nerves. You get on my nerves every time I try to do something. Here you go. <laughs> I know. I, you should have told me. Well, that's that's what happened when I stuff was scripted. Never mind. Never mind. I had it all in my head. I was ready to bust it. And oh you, man! Come in something else. Never mind. Oh girl. man! Look. Yeah, oh was, my god, you are crazy! Yo, yo, yo! I love that song though. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you uh, but look, you know what? You, you, you can't listen to that song without doing the hip, the hip moves, and then you got to do the twirl and twirl around, and like you on a rodeo and go in a circle. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> you, gotta, you actually got to be <laughs> in shape to listen to that song. You do that and yeah, dance yeah, to that song. You got, you got to, you cannot listen to that song and not do the dance. Yeah, you got to do the dance. You have to do yeah. the dance that goes along with that song. Right, I'm right, sorry. Right. Can, can you do the dance? You can do that? I okay. sure can. Okay. I sure can. I can do the twirl around and everything with the hand. I sure can. With the finger. The Baptist finger. Oh, yeah. You got to have the Baptist finger. You got to have the Baptist finger yeah, up in the air. Yeah. I, definitely can do the, I definitely can do the dance. Now, do you, do, have, do you have the Will Smith grill when you do? You know how Will, when he was on Fresh Prince of Bel he had that grill. Like, he was he was doing it, like, serious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, okay. got, it. I got it. I got okay. it. I can do it. I got right, it. So, I got so, it. So. I got it. Yeah. I got it. All right. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. Look, man. You know what I mean? Okay. I can do, you can't do the dance. I can do the dance. You can do the dance. Yeah, okay. you can do the dance. I can do it. <laughs> okay, okay. I can challenge you. All right. See, okay. you always want to challenge okay, me. Fine. You know what? We can't just we can't just dance and pass. Never Everything mind. always got to be okay, a challenge. Okay, we're going we're going to dance. We, we, we're, we're, we're eliminating. Pass. We're, we're going to okay. We're going to officially eliminate the challenging on our show. Well, but here's the thing, Nick. No more challenge. No, no. It never was a challenge coming from me. Okay, anyway. okay. You know well, I'm, I'm officially eliminating okay, the challenge on the show. I'm that's no the longer challenge. I'll challenge somebody else, but I'm not challenging you. All right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what you call taking responsibility for your okay. behavior. Okay. Well, you know what? You know what? <laughs> I had to go back to my there psychologist. You see, see, there you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. But look, we always got stuff going on. Yes, so with that we, said, we do. It's time for the mini adventures of Kevin and Nikki. Yes! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what, so what kind of adventures you got going well, on? Well, you know what? You know what? I It was another relaxing week. Okay. Sometimes I was need- in the script bag. And I'm, I'm, listen, I like to be busy. I do. I okay. love I love to be busy. But I also, as actors, you know, we need our rest You need that well. rest. You need that rest. Rest is very important, you know, so that we can get out there and we can perform, you know, right, our right, best. Right. Gotta have the rest. Gotta have the beauty. Sleep eight hours is what this girl requires. Mm-hmm. You know, gotta have it all. And... You know, just getting into my script bag, hanging out with the family, you gotcha. know, enjoying myself. We Easter was over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. So I hung out with the fam. Now, remember I said I wasn't going to challenge you, mm-hmm. but a challenge came up on Easter. I, I got to tell you and everybody cha- about What kind of challenge? Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you that my aunt and my mother, they're the cooks in the family. My aunt, God rest her soul, passed on. Okay. And remember I told you guys how, how I sat underneath my aunt and learned how to cook and different things like that. So my brother decides that he wants to challenge me in the kitchen. Okay. So we had a cook-off. Okay. Not only did we have a cook-off, but we had a potato salad cook-off. Okay. You know how much I love potato salad. Yeah, everybody can't cook potato salad. Everybody <laughs> cannot cook potato salad. But here's where here's where it got crazy. My mother took all the ingredients away. Okay. And she said, you have to learn how to make potato salad without the, nat- without the normal ingredients. So I want to see... Who can come up with the best potato salad out of the things that she put on the table? So this was an experiment. 
It was an experience, but okay. you know I won. Okay. You know I won. You so now, I won. now I see where you get your little competitive, <laughs> competitiveness and you channel well, it on to me. That's what he get. He had he had no business trying to do that to okay. me. He had no business trying to do that to me. And then, and then, and then, mm-hmm. why, for the life of me, did he want to challenge me to a sing-off? Okay. Now, you know you I get You just got my, the challenging family, huh? <laughs> now, you know I get my pipes from my father. I got you. You know I get my pipes from my father. I'm, I'm the only one mm-hmm. who got the pipes. Okay. So he wants to challenge me to a single. Mm-hmm. So you know what I did? What you did? I had to take it to the streets. You took it to the streets? I took it to the streets. You, you, start, know, you start listen, rapping? Listen, you know I'm a performer. Okay. Theater background. Okay. You know that. I took it outside. Okay. I said, okay. Remember how they say all the world is a stage? Mm-hmm. Okay. I took it outside and in the middle of my mother's block, I busted. I got you. You know what he did? Mm-hmm. Ran in the he house. Went, went back in the house. <laughs> Yeah, I figured it's Ran in the house. Yeah. That's what he get. That's what he get. You have no right to be challenging me like that. Mm-hmm. Come on. Now you singing, cooking. That's my element. Music, that's my element. Come mm-hmm. on. Come you. on. That's where I live all day. You got no right to be trying to challenge me like that. No right. So what did you do? Um, I had a laid back um, week. And like you said, you know, sometime when we are not... Um, Busy, you know, we want to be very, very relaxed. Like I said, I was in my scripts, uh, definitely keeping up my exercise. And uh, one of the things I like to do is after I go exercise, I like to go for a long walk and actually study my scripts as I'm walking. So I was kind of in my scripts that way. Um, Listen, man, we still got uh, I still got some things coming up. As mentioned before, looking forward to uh, filming Blue Coffee. Uh, in New York, uh, shout out to Hero Lux and Rosa, and I'm excited about that scene, uh, that film because it's going to require that I do some stunts, and it's going to require that I, um, you know, just be in shape, and I can pretty much live in shape. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, waiting to hear back from some auditions, as we already, you know, always are between the ones that we go to and the ones that we submit online. Uh, Want to finish up Old Head three days. Uh, I'm looking forward to filming Colors on the Other Side of the Tracks, which is a feature. Also looking forward to filming, filming Pride, uh, which is also a feature. Want to finish up The Substitute. And um, that's it, man. I agree with you, Nick. Sometimes we just, just got to rest, get that rest and relaxation and uh, get in our scripts and, you know, yeah, get on top of it. Sometimes you have to do that. Yeah. That's required. Right, right. You know, right. we we need our we need our rest. Yeah. You know, especially for everything that we be doing. Right. Oh my God, we be we are everywhere. Yeah. And we're in everything, so we have to at sometimes you know lay it down. Right, right. And you right. know get some rest. You right. know, take everything in, and you know just spend some time watching um and learning. Right, right. Watching other yep. people and learning. Yep, so that's yep. you know that's what this week. And weekend was about, right, and then right. spending time with the family, right, yeah. and you know, beating people. Right. You know how. To so yeah, I um, yeah, I had some. <laughs> I had, had the opportunity. You know had the opportunity to you know spend some time with my cousins and stuff like that, and uh, it was real, real, real cool, man. You know, they don't really get a chance to get out, so I scooped them up and stuff like that, and took them to the basketball court, let them play some ball. Uh, we went okay. over to my mom's house. Now, my, now, mm-hmm. did you? Did you bust it? I didn't play. You didn't bust it? No, I didn't didn't play. I just sat back. It's their time to shine. They the young people. All I do is try to help them get better. 
So I let them play. I was just out there just shooting around down the other end, you know what I'm saying? And then something, then we went down there and just watched them play. So it was just about them having fun, getting out of, getting out of the city and just, uh, enjoying a different environment, which nice. they don't get a chance and to. And you know what? That's see very that important because a lot of, a lot of kids and adults for that mm-hmm. matter don't know anything outside of the Pennsylvania walls. Well, statistically proven, you know, I got to go back to my educational well, stats. Do it. Do it. They said that the average person in the inner city has not been outside an eight block radius in a circle around their house. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. I believe that. And yeah. and that's sad. You got to get out more. You got to get out more. It's yeah. so many things. It's so much to see yeah. outside of the city where you live. Right. Even if you get on the train it's, and say, I'm just going to catch a train to New York or what have you, get out and see other stuff because what it does is it broadens your horizon. It does. It shows you that there's it more does. life out it there does. than just what you're accustomed to seeing in your small yeah. circle because our small circles kind of define right, our perspective right, in terms right, 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 of in our right. viewing life. Right. So. And, and, and it's very important. You you, you got to get out. You got to get out some more and you got to, you know, yeah. experience life and live life to the... How are you going to live life if you don't experience nothing? That's right. That's you know, right. how are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? That's right. That's right. Yep. So, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. And when we come back. And when we come back. We're going to talk to our special guest. We're going to talk to our special guest. He's a multi-talented brother. Multi-talented. And uh, he's got a story to tell. And we're excited about hearing it. He's got a story to tell. You in this, you in this singing mood, man. You, you still haven't gotten over your competition with your brother. But no, anyway. he shouldn't have done it. He shouldn't have challenged me. And so now I'm, I'm all up in the, you know, I'm all up in this, I'm all up in this singing mode. He shouldn't have challenged me. So, you know what? That's all right. Yeah. All right. So because we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. It's the Kevin and, and Nikki show. No competitions here on iHeartRadio and much, much more. <laughs> When I see you on the street, my phone money gets weak. When you're standing in the crowd, you love dogs to me so loud, girl. I'm 
Yeah, well, you gotta love Stevie. He, Stevie when is a musical genius, man. Stevie is definitely a musical genius, man. You know what I'm saying? When Classic I icon. Do. Yeah. All right. So it's Why the Kevin and Nikki like show. That? No, I wasn't trying to interrupt. <laughs> I thought you was doing a great job. I just wanted to let our listeners know we was back. Okay, so go ahead and finish singing. No. <laughs> you gonna put me through all that, then not finish singing. Anyway. It's the Kevin and Nikki show on iHeartRadio and a whole lot more. We are back from our yeah. break. And um, Nikki was just getting her singing on. <laughs> you hear that? Baby? During the break and when we came back. <laughs> but now it's time for us to talk to our special guest. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Mr. Yeah, Ryan yeah. Godfrey. Oh. You, you got to bring him on with the best. You got to bring him on with the best. <laughs> yes. yes. Good. How you doing, man? Oh man, listen, it's finally happened. I'm on the Nikki and Kevin, Kevin and Nikki. However you want to pronounce it, I'm on your show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. Well, look, we. I hear you, man. <laughs> That's right, man. Well, look, we are so thrilled and glad and thankful to have you on the show, man. 
And uh, yeah, man, no time like the present. You know what I mean? Oh, awesome. man. Thank awesome. you, man. Awesome. Yeah, thank you, man. Well, the Kevin and Nikki show is here to celebrate our guest, man. So, yes. you know, we're here to celebrate you and what you do. And uh, look, we, we're not going to waste no time. Let's, let's jump, jump right, right on. In. Yes, yeah, yes, let's yes, jump yes, in. yes. Let's jump right on into it. So, so Ron, so we've talked before and you mentioned to me that, you know, you were a bodyguard. Mm-hmm. So tell our listeners some of the people that you had the opportunity and the pleasure of working for. Um, well, um, I worked with uh, Kimar Braxton. Okay. Um, just recently, uh, I was, well, not recently, if you want to call it each other recently, I guess we could say recently. Um, I was with her on the um, Great Escape Tour. Okay, nice. cool. Okay. Um, yeah, I was actually a driver um, because outside of acting, um, that's what I do. I drive celebrities. Okay. Um, nice. And so, and it was, it was an, I mean, I can't even begin to tell you how great of an experience that was. And I was nervous because the day we went to go pick her up, uh, we arrived um, at a mom's house and out in Atlanta. And I was like, okay, well, you're going to go up and get her. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to be Tamar Braxton. Right. And then all of a sudden, within minutes, she comes around the back of the bus, and she says, hi, I'm Tamar. And I was like, ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. No nonsense. She's straight to to the point and everything. And um, you know the the pleasure of of working uh, and being around uh, Escape. Um, Mm -hmm. Monica, Monica, beautiful. I mean, that whole experience. And then I was able to meet Ti. You know, a bunch of other people. You know, just hang out and just having a good time. It was a great experience. Great experience. That's awesome. That's awesome. Nice. Nice. You know, when I hear you tell that story. I, uh, we kind of hear the, you know, the business, you know, person fulfilling your responsibility by kind of driving, but we also hear the fan in your voice as well. And Nikki and I, we go through that all the time, man. Like, you know, as actors on set, you know, to meet a Hawthorne James, to meet a Paul Anthony, you know, somebody who, you know, you maybe have grown up watching on TV, on cable, uh, DVD, you know, mm-hmm. watching in the movies, and then right, now you're right, standing next right. to them, talking to them, yeah, taking pictures, and it it is fascinating, and it is um it is an honor, man. It really is a blessing, and you know, you find out that they're down to earth and uh, that they're just human, just like us. But like you said, 
when it comes times for business, mm-hmm. it's all business. I mean, we yeah. we've taken pictures with Vivica Fox. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just it's been amazing. And and speaking of what he's talking about, mm-hmm. remember when we met Hawthorne James on set, right, right, the set of keys, right, and we were like shocked that he was there because we had heard that he was going to be, be a there, part of it, yeah, and we were shocked that he actually was there, and we were trying to figure out should we go over there, what should, what should we do, right, right. Well, <laughs> listen, when he walked on set, <laughs> yes. I don't know if this was professional or not, <laughs> but this when he walked on set, I said, look, I got to get my picture, yes. you know, before anything gets started, and yes. um, I, I, I walked up to him, and I said, you know, legend, can I get a picture with the legend? Yes. And he was so kind enough yes, to take a picture yes, with me. Was. Now, I started to ask him to do my office hours. You know? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Yeah. But he was so, he was so down to earth. So he sat and he talked with us. Right, right. He shared some knowledge on us, you know, some wisdom. And we, that was one of the things that we truly appreciated and walked away from that set. Right, right. You and know, it, yeah. it was just awesome to be there with him. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was awesome to call him friends. That's what's up. going to be my next question um you know i don't take lightly Mm -hmm. you know and nikki and i when we're selected yes for roles yes and you're around um you know a cicely tyson Mm -hmm. on set Mm -hmm. you're around you know a diane lane you know you're around you know these various different uh celebrities and you know caliber of people and the same for you ron 
I mean, she had to see something yeah. comfortable about you yeah. to, you know, warm up to you in that degree, to that degree, call you her cousin and stuff like that. And it makes me think about the privilege of being planted. You know what I'm saying? The privilege of being planted because the average person is not where we are. Right. You know, we, you know, we're, Nikki and I, we're on set with, you know, high caliber actors mm -hmm. and, and yep. th where the average person isn't. You're, yep. you know, driving around celebrities and, you know, up close and personal and where the average person isn't. And it speaks to, you know, the energy that they glean from you. It speaks to what they see right. in your character as well. So talk about that. That, you know, uh, relational mm -hmm. aspect, as you said, hey, this might go somewhere. That's right. You know, and me and Nikki and I, we built some relationships out of, yeah. you know, connecting on set with actors and things like that. Because, you know, celebrities don't trust everybody. So that's what makes this huge. Oh, okay. okay. So, so I was like, you know, this was either do or die situation, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and so, naturally, I'm I'm an all around guy. You know, I love people. You know, I love to to you know make you feel comfortable, make you laugh, everything like that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, being I had to kick in the customer service part. You know, saying, gotcha. hey, listen, my name is Ron. You know, whatever I can do to help make your trip more comfortable, please let me know. Right. And you know, I just I just made myself available. Um, my my conversation was always positive. Right. You know, my voice was always pleasant. My smile was always pleasant. And then when I heard them singing around in the bus and all that kind of stuff, I'd actually sing with them. <laughs> okay. Cool. Nice. You know, that's what I, I I I kind of like just joined in and then became a part of them. So therefore, they was able to warm up to me. I got okay. you. And Okay, you know, cool. So, nice. I was, I was blessed about the whole, that, that whole, you know, situation. Awesome, man. That is beautiful. Awesome. That yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. And you know, that has happened to us. Right, right, you right. You know, Hawthorne, right. James, yeah. Paul, Anthony. Right. We, yeah, that has right. happened to us. That is yeah. beautiful. And I, I like what you said, you know, the customer service person kicked in, but make no mistake about it. Yeah. It was the positive, you know, encouraging, inspirational Ron that contributed to the customer service person because it's some nasty customer service people out here. Listen, for real. <laughs> it's some nasty people. <laughs> you, you know, so that played a big role. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I had to think about that a lot, you know, because I think about, okay, I've dealt with people on the phone that were just, you know, I mean, they were just completely nasty. Yeah. Ignorant, however you want to put it. You know, and I, I, I had to, you know, put myself in the person, the recipient's shoes, like, hey, okay, I don't want nobody talking to me like that, so I'm not going to talk to anybody like Got that. Got you, man. That's the, hey, that's the present. That's the golden rule. That is. That's the golden that's rule. The golden Treat rule. other people how you want to be treated. 
You know, it yep. can't be too hard, you know. But people act but like people it is. But people act like it's hard. Yeah. That's great. That's great stuff, man. But look, me and Nikki, we follow you on Facebook. You're always positive. Nice. I, we yeah. don't ever read about no drama on your Facebook posts and things like that. Like, you're a positive guy. You know what I mean? And so that definitely goes a long way. Yeah, that, that goes a long God. way. So God you... Mm-hmm. Y'all know what? I got something. I got something special to tell y'all. Okay. I'm, I'm on the Kevin. I'm on the Kevin and Nikki show, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. He get the bell for that. He get the bell for that. He got to get the bell, brother Ron. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Love it. That's love it. Up, love man. it. Love it. So, Ron, you, you, you're res- So, how did that make you feel? Pretty much being responsible for the safety of all of those ladies and getting them back and forth to where they needed to go. Because I know you guys came to Philly too, right? Yes, yes. Um, actually, I was more or less responsible for Tamar because I was her immediate driver. Okay, okay. got you. Um, I was, I was, I was more or less responsible for her more than anybody else. But when you're in that kind of um, kind of situation, you kind of be eyes for everybody. You know, once you get to the venue and everything like that, you're helping security to secure these people because, I got you. you know, they, I mean, hey, they're, they're the stars. You know, right, right, right. To uh, render, you know, a service through entertainment and everything like that. And, and it's your responsibility to make sure they get from point A to point B safely. Right. And everything like that. And, you know, so, you know, that's, that's how I that's my mentality that I have with that. Nice, got you, got you. Nice, now, nice. do you have a, a law enforcement background by any chance uh, that complements, you know, kind of your driving and keeping, you know, the celebrities safe and secure? Well, um, I don't actually have a law enforcement background, but however, in the past, I did work for uh, a security company. Okay. In Charlotte, and I did armed and unarmed. Uh, okay. And uniform. Got you. Okay. Um, Oh wow! That's what I meant. Temptation, yeah, yeah, that was fun. Okay, cool. Production, the first one that you did? My stage production, it was called Death Trap. Death, okay, okay, cool. My, 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 my name was, my character name was Attorney Miller, and actually, Death Trap is actually a movie from back in the 70s, and Christopher Reeve that played Superman within that movie. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Now, you know what, Ron, before we get into um, your acting, because I definitely want to jump into that, I have I have a uh, question to ask you. You know, Tupac and Biggie, you know, they have been deceased for what, uh, 20 20 something years now. And one of the things that stuck out to me was the, um, the driver for, um, Biggie. Mm -hmm. He said that 
he was in a separate car from Biggie, but he should have been in the car with Biggie because he was responsible for driving him. If you had, if those brothers were still alive today and you had the opportunity to drive them, what would you do differently to secure their safety and why? question is because watching so many of the documentaries I've seen so many mistakes that could have been yeah. avoided like for example he said you don't know which vehicle the president is in right that's for number one number two the person the celebrity person should not be in the front right right, right. they should be in the back right, right. in the back seat right. and both of these men if you notice were yeah. sitting on the same exact side in the front. In the front passenger seat. And and right. you know, in the right. passenger seat. And as the driver, that should not be allowed. Right, right. You know what I mean? You're you're right. the person right. that you are protecting should be in the back so that with the with the tinted window windows right. so that no one can see where they are. Right, right. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So that's why I, right. I posed right. that question because I wanted to get what he thought. Right, right. About, that, that was a good question. Yeah. That was, and he, he did a great job yes, of answering it. And that was great. That, yeah, that, that was that was good stuff, man. Now let's let's, let's jump into the acting. Now let's jump All into right. the acting. So yeah, man. Uh, let go. Yeah. So you said that uh, back in 2013, you was in a you played attorney Porter Milgram in the stage production Death Trap. Tell us about that experience. What was that like? You know, you made up your mind. Hey, this is what I want to do. Tell us about that experience. Oh, yeah. I got you.
for a five minute audition. <laughs> you know what? We already know, man. We already know. We, we already know how that. We goes. already know. We already know. Drive all the way to New York for a three minute audition, and, and then got to pay the. You know, you pay the tolls to get over there, the fifteen dollars and everything. Then got to turn around three it minutes. It's it over and drive right all the way back. We yeah. know. Yeah. Go ahead, man. <laughs> Okay. And so, uh, now keep in mind, now this is my first time experiencing all this. So I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and just so happened, I had to go to the bathroom before leaving. And I stood there looking in the mirror. I said, I know I just didn't drop my butt. <laughs> <laughs> They probably heard you in that bathroom. They, they probably heard you in the bathroom. Like, man, I know. You know. They heard you in that bathroom. <laughs> I know they didn't just tell me. You know. <laughs> I was like, no, I said, this is not how Got you. Nice. 
Yeah. Well, at least this bathroom you won't be in there like, man, I know they didn't just bring me all the way. <laughs> yes. yes. That's great stuff, man. But, you know, it's just real funny how, you know, life comes full circle. Mm-hmm. Me and Nikki talk about this all the time all on the, the show. Time. It's a relationship-driven business. And it is. And, you know, when you can leave your imprint on someone such that they can call you back, you know, that's always a great thing, man. It really, really is. And, uh, you know, being being planted, uh, you know, being the driver for these celebrities, you know, getting callbacks for productions that you've been involved with. You never know where, you know, these relationships could take you and when they'll end up coming back, you know. And, you know, me and Nikki talk about, you know, various different principles and Kevin's Corner and what's bothering Nikki about being sure to treat people like you said, Ron, how you want to be treated. Because just like people remember when you treat them bad. They remember when you treat them good. You know what I mean? So that's great stuff, man. Nice. Yeah. Now, you have been in a few few other plays, TV and theater plays. You got Not My Brother's Keeper, Mm -hmm. which was written and directed by Tracy Jones. You also been with Tyler Perry, If Loving You Is Wrong, Love Thy Neighbor. And you're also with Tyler Perry, current new um, production that's going to be released in August. Tell us a little bit about how you got hooked up with TP. Come on now. A lot of people are trying to get hooked up with TP. How you get? <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. Uh, let me tell you something right now. <laughs> <laughs> tell me. Uh, I'm going to tell you. Um, let me tell you something. When I when I got the email, mm-hmm. when I got that, the first thing I did with Tyler Perry was love thy neighbor. And when I got that email, you I, I mean, did you start break dancing? It was almost like, it, oh my god, listen, to me. <laughs> it was almost like winning the lottery. I got nice. you. I know that's right. Nice. Yeah. I mean, because I mean. I'm like, what? I got accepted? Okay, I got you. I'm being put in position. I'm being put in position. We talked to me. We said it. 
Right. It's going to happen. You heard it here first on the Kevin and Nikki That's show. Right. It's going to happen. We got to ring the bell. Woo! <laughs> we got a lot of bell ringing around here. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. We are so proud of you. Yeah. And I, Brother Brown, I like how you are speaking life yes. into the atmosphere yes. about your life. And listen, man, I believe it's going to happen too, man. I know it's going to happen. It's happening right now. Yes. It's happening right now as we, you know, as we conversate. That's that's just that faith component. And which brings me to my next question, man. We got to talk about that faith component of yeah. anything. I mean, it takes yeah. faith to be involved yeah. in acting or yes, singing and just in life. And um, mm-hmm. talk about faith, man, and what faith means to you along your journey and stuff like that. Go ahead, man. If you don't mind. Go ahead. The Bible says that faith is the substance of, of things hoped for. for. Mm-hmm. Evidence of things not seen. seen. Yes. So without faith, it is impossible to please God. Amen. Got you, man. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to start it off like that. Um, my faith in God has gotten me to the point that I'm at right now. I got you, man. Okay. Um, You know, it has been an uphill journey. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to say it. No actor can say that it has been easy. Right, that's it's right. Not, you know, no one in entertainment, I don't think, can say it's been easy. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe your contract or your 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 uh, uh, your your good times or whatever how you want to put it came earlier than some, but you didn't walk into it just like that. You right. Put something into it. Right. And I go through, I go through every day, first of all, thanking God for what he's already done, and then I thank him for what he's about to do. Gotcha. Nice. I got you. I did a live, you know, Facebook the other night. I was in Washington, mm-hmm. and I, I, was in my, I was in my hotel room, and I did a live feed. And my thing was to, to the people, I said, God is drawing up my contract right now. There you go. Nice. I like that. Nice. That's the perspective right there. Nice. I'll I'll add to that. He'll put you in front of the door, open it. You just walk through. There you go. He'll put you You in front of the door. We got to ring the bell again on that one. (laughs) Y'all better stop it. (laughs) Y'all better stop it. Yo, just go. And that's the fake part. The door is right there. He'll open the door. All you got to do is just walk through, man. Because, because me, me and Nikki had this conversation, right? We had this conversation about, you know, the Bible and theology and stuff like that. And every time Jesus blessed somebody, he would ask you to do a task 
that he really didn't need you to do to get the blessing. So, mm -hmm. lame man, if you want to walk, go down to the, the well and dip seven times. Yes. What does dipping seven times have to do with walking? Absolutely nothing. But he wants to see your faith because this man had never walked since he was born. And what made him think he could walk right now? Faith. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's it, man. Absolutely. Hey, we, look, we about, we look, about, we about to, to start. Church. <laughs> we, we about to bring the piano church. out in a minute. Okay. Yeah, we gonna have a bell and a piano. Listen now, right? Yeah. Well, you know what, Ron? I'm speaking of faith and, and family. You know, you have a beautiful family. You have um, ten children with your lovely wife. Knowing everything that's going on in the news, you know, you have Stefan Clark who was gunned down by police. You have a lot of mm. the other um, men of color who has been gunned down by the police. How important is it for you, an African-American father, to talk to your children about what's going on in the news today? Mm -hmm. Well, um, first of all, I thank God for my wife. Mm. Um, um, when I met her, um, she was a And sorry to hear that, man. We send our condolences yeah, as well. One more, y'all have a volleyball team, I, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that's the Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's awesome, man. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to your beautiful wife, Shiloh. Shout out. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Shout out to Shiloh. That's yeah, right. Shout out to Shiloh. Shout out to Shiloh. We got to get Shiloh the bell. Shiloh, get we the bell. We're going to have a bell ringing today. Come on, Shiloh. <laughs> yes, Shiloh, get the bell for being awesome. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, with with the young man getting shot like twenty some times in his grandma's. Yeah, Stefan Clark. Yeah. Dad was a, a cell phone. Right, right. Like, really? I mean, right. Come on, what is yeah. Point here? Yeah. You know, and it, it just it just really it does something to me when I hear this kind of stuff. And then I, I go to my kids, or we go to our kids, and say, "Look, we don't want you to walk in fear. Right, right. But walk cautiously. Right. Yeah. I got you. And Right, right, right. Right, right, right. I know that's right. That's right. Don't, 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 don't run to nothing. You know, run away from it. Right, right, right. You know, hey, the thing about it, they call you a punk. I tell you what, I'll be a punk that end up being a liar. That's right. Walking through the door at night. That's right. That's right. I'll be walking. I'll be coming home. My mom or my wife or my dad or whoever won't have to wonder if I'm coming home because I'm there. Right. That's right, man. Right, that's right. Yeah. And one of the guns went off. <laughs> oh, one of the teachers got arrested. <laughs> they ain't waste no time getting arrested. <laughs> they don't know what they want to do. Yeah. 
how yeah. to train. We just need to just fast and pray and ask God to keep us. Yeah. Keep us out, keep, keep our family and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. Because, hey, I'm going to be honest with you, we ain't seen nothing yet. Right, right, right. That's a scary, yeah. And, and that's, that's scary. scary. That's a scary thing. And that's scary. I got more to do. I got, I have goals. You know? Right, right, right. Mm. I got you, man. And I'm, you know, I'm right there with you. You know, um, you know, me and Nikki talk about this often. You know, when I'm dressed down in my hoodie with my fisherman hat on, with my sweats, and I'm just running to Walmart real quick, I don't my re I don't look like my resume, my decor the decorated resume that I have. You know, I went to Wawa last week just to go get a hoagie, and there were police officers, you know, Caucasian police officers in there, and it was like when I walked in, you know. It was like they turned and looked at me. One kind of started turning red, but I I felt the the kind of like the paranoia. I felt the fear. I felt like I was being watched. And I'm sitting up here in my mind saying, you know, this has to stop because now there's fear on both sides. Yeah. And this is what this has created. Yeah. You got fear on yeah. both sides now. Yeah. Where the, the police officer can't go into a why without why why without you know being you know, paranoid, and because their jobs are so heightened, that's to be expected. Mm -hmm. Then you got an African American like myself that's just coming to get a hoagie and go home. I'm feeling afraid. And like you know, we we talked on the show last week. You know, there was a time you know we we would say, "Hey, Mr. Police Officer, Hey, Miss Police Officer," when we were younger. Now my whole thing is let me just keep my head straight and keep my keep to myself because I don't want nothing to potentially jump off. Yeah, you yeah. know, and it's sad. You know what I mean? It's just real, real sad. But we did. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, Kev. Mm -hmm. I'm stupid. I'm stupid because I, you know, I see cops like that, and they have this look on their face. I say, hey, how you doing tonight? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Maybe I need to try that. <laughs> you go messing with them. <laughs> Maybe I need to try that. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 I got you. I'm a man like you, and I don't have to be ignorant just because you want to be ignorant. I got you. Right, right. I got you. Hey, have a good night. Hey, and tell them thank you for your service. Sometimes I'll say something like that when I do say something. Wow. Yeah, you got you. Right, I got you, man. All right, man. Well, listen, Brother Ryan, man, man, we definitely got to have you back on the show. Yeah, man, you've been a great guest, of course, man. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, continue success to you. Yeah, man. And, yes. Yeah. And uh, we want to give you the opportunity to put your social media. People want to say, hey, maybe some celebrities want to book you to drive. Put yeah, your nice. Facebook out there. Put your uh, Twitter out there, your Instagram. Maybe somebody want to book you for an acting gig. Put your stuff out there, how people can get in touch with you. Uh, we don't encourage phone numbers, but if you do, mm -hmm, we'll make mm -hmm. sure we say serious, serious inquiries, inquiries only. only. So yeah, this is your time, man. That's right. Well, um, my Facebook is just send me my Okay. Um, pretty soon, and I'm, I'm excited about that and tell a lot about my career, a lot about my life. 
Nice. Okay. There you go. Nice. There you go. Ooh, I you like that. Talk about I like that. Yes. Well, listen, yes. man. When your book when your book comes out, we mm-hmm. definitely got to have you back on the show yes. to talk about that, and we'll we'll blast it out and let people know where they can get that and support you. Because, like as me and Nikki always say, you know, once you come on the Kevin and Nikki show, you are now family. That's right. <laughs> That's how we That's do. That's right. I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> You might as well be family. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got you, man. Hey, Ron. In my closing remarks, you guys, if I may, and to, and to the listeners, I want to say this, and this is something that I live by every day, and I'm going to let you guys go. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that I learned from Denzel Washington, and that is without commitment, you'll never start, but without consistency, you'll never finish. Got yes. You. Got yes, it. we can end on that. One. You know what? All right, cousins. Yeah, we we all right. All right, you, cousins. You cousins now. We cousins now. All right, cousins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, man. You enjoy the rest of your evening, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yes. And uh, we gonna end on that quote right there. We gonna end right there. <laughs> yeah. Cousin has said it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Take care, man. Yeah. God bless. All right. Bye bye. That was totally awesome. That was, he was awesome. awesome. He was awesome. I'm super happy. Yeah, that was him. awesome. That was yeah, awesome. that was awesome. That was so awesome. much, so much knowledge. You know, so much, yeah. so much knowledge being thrown out. You know, he's he's coming up like you know, like yeah. we are. But he's I'm, doing his thing. But, but I'm gonna tell you, man. Out of everything that he said and shared, which was powerful, yeah, it was the humility and the positivity around yeah. what he shared what and he how shared. how he yes. shared. Like, yes. It, I can feel the positivity coming from him permeate through the interview. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can tell he's just a a humble and positive guy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And shout out to his wife, Shiloh. Shiloh. And their 10 children. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's 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 the Brady Bunch right there. Yeah, yeah, they got That's the Brady Bunch. Yeah, the Brady What's the football on football? They got what, 11? Is it 12 on the field? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so they got. Ten children plus him and Shiloh. That's, oh, that's, that's it. That's the that's team. It right that's the team, team right there. That's the team. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's team right there. That's it. Yes. That yes, was awesome. Yes, awesome. Yes, that was yes. an awesome. Awesome interview, man. And um, you know, I like you said, the humility, just being thankful for coming just on the being show. Thankful. And um, you know, I applaud us, Nick. Like we we do what we do for free mm-hmm. from our hearts. And we do it to help other people. Like we bring guests on our show to celebrate them. Yes. You know, when people, yes. when our guests ask, well, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about you. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. We're going to talk and, about you. Right. And we want to give That's a shout right. out to all our listeners all around yes. the world from the top, yes. middle and bottom of our heart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for so much for tuning in each week, for supporting us by listening and sharing. I mean, we got a whole lot of people that share our interview um, you know, click like, click love, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. We got to put it out there. For, yep. Oh, woo hoo. Oh, woo hoo. Y'all already know what that means. Oh, woo hoo. Oh, woo hoo. Yes. 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 Y
got to think positive. Think positive. And, and Ryan touched on that. He sure did. You know, he sure did. His thinking positive was stemming from his perspective of faith, man. Yes. You can't knock that. You can't cannot knock, knock it. it. Yeah, that's that. Now, it is time to just slide, you gonna slide, slide, right slip into, it and slide up into news and sports. News and sports. We're going to do sports first? Do sports first. All right, let's, let's do sports let's, first. Let's All right. All right, guys. So, in sports... The Villanova Wildcats beat the Kansas Jayhawks 95-79. to I actually thought this game was going to be a little bit closer, but they kind of rolled over them. Shout out to my little bro, Dimeir Cosby Roundtree, number 21 for the Villanova Wildcats, man, uh, to advance to the national championship game. Once again, when this is all over with, and we're going to definitely get him on the show nice. to talk about his season, talk about this awesome ride they have been on, and so forth and so on. And then <clears throat> the Michigan Wolverines beat Loyola of Chicago, 69-57. to And Loyola of Chicago has been a Cinderella team to watch. Sister Jean, the, the awesome lady in the wheelchair, was pretty much like their good luck charm. And uh, she was praying for them, and it was neat to see them after the game running over to Sister Jean sitting in the in the corner in her wheelchair and all the players giving her a hug. Charles Barkley had a chance to meet her. She actually got a chance to hang out with Charles Barkley, and he said that was one of the most memorable moments of the tournament uh, for him. So the Villanova Wildcats uh, will face the Michigan Wolverines, and I have to give a shout-out to – Mr. Jeff Myers, the assistant coach of the Michigan Wolverines. He was my head coach at Liberty University when we played in March Madness versus the North Carolina Tar Heels. Nice. Jerry Stackhouse and my main man, 50 Grand Pots and Pans from Philadelphia, Rashi Wallace. Nice. That's all I got in sports. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so in other news. In other news. Stefan Clark was buried last Thursday mm -hmm. um, following a huge funeral service. A 22-year-old Sacramento young man who was shot by police, last mm -hmm. shot by police. Right. Um, he had he was laid to rest last week. Yeah. And it says that as many as 500 mourners packed the Bayside South Sacramento Church mm -hmm. where speakers and national civil rights leaders such as Al Sharpton did the tribute to him. He did the eulogy. And right. outside, there were more people trying to get in. Okay. You know, and it also says that his his brother, mm -hmm. Stevante Clark, he was so moved at the funeral that he ran up to yeah. the cat and fell on the casket and yeah. just, you know, he was just in tears. Yeah. You know, this 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 here is it's, it's just so stop. sad. Yeah, it's it's, it's just so sad. And yeah, you know, it's and stop. you know, his his Death, you know, sparked the um, protest protests yeah. where people are just marching like it, it, it got to stop. Right. It got to stop. It got to stop. It yeah. got to stop. And, I mean, this yeah. this is it. This is sad. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I read an article uh, based on the autopsy and they said that he was, you know, shot about eight times in the back. Yeah. And which which demonstrates that he was retreating. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so it's just a lot going on. And, he, you know, you know, I, when I look at behavior that's being demonstrated like this. Mm -hmm. And when I look at the lack of restraint yeah. coming from police officers who demonstrate behaviors like this, who are quick to pull the trigger uh, and so forth and so on, it has to speak to a broader picture of them feeling like they can do this. You know, so the, one of the questions that we have to ask, is there a systemic backing? 
Mm-hmm. Is there a, a systematic backing of this kind of behavior? Right. Well, I think we know the answer to that question. You know what I'm saying? And but something has to give. Something has. Something this something has, has to stop is, because you know, we because we're doing too many marches. And nothing's changing. And right. I'm not against marching right. because right. we have the right to, you know, protest peacefully. Right. You know, the Al Sharptons are getting older. Yeah. We need we need some new people to step up. Right. You know what I'm saying? But something has to stop. I mean, it, and it's, it's, it doesn't seem like it's a one, two, three, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. ABC no. resolution. No. You no. know what I mean? And it and it's is is getting sadder and sadder yeah. because now every time you turn on the news you see a family marching for their loved one who right. has been gunned down by police right right and here this young man had a cell phone in his hand right nobody bothered to check that right absolutely he, they just went in and started firing right right you know so i don't i'm lost for words yeah. i don't even know what to say at this point, you know, watching the the footage on them going to the funeral, it was the saddest thing it's I've sad. ever seen. Yeah, you know, it's, it's sad. Yeah. And then they had um, another situation, you know, Alton Sterling, who was gunned down and killed mm-hmm. by Officer Blaine Salamone. He was actually pinned down by Officer Howie Lake. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Officer Blaine Salamone actually, you know, shot, uh, fired the fatal shots, killing Alton Sterling, when you watch the video, which mm-hmm, I had the chance mm-hmm. to watch, yeah. of course, is very, very disturbing. Alton did not seem like he was, he didn't appear to be the aggressor. He didn't appear, he didn't appear that he wasn't, um, he had his hands up mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he wasn't, um, you know, like resisting and, and things like that. And you could hear him saying that. And, you know, the officer Salamone came out pointing and saying, I'll blow right. your effing head off right. and things like right. this. Right. So police chief Murphy Paul, uh, he's an African American. After the investigation, they decided that uh, Officer Blaine Salamone, who fired the fatal shot, would be suspended for the police from the police force. And from what I hear, he can't get a job working for the police force again. But okay. uh, Officer Howie Lake, who p- actually pinned him down, got a three day suspension. So, okay. like you said, this has to stop. It, it, it has, has to, you know, because because yeah. it's, you know, I don't even know what to say anymore mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. Because, like you said, something else has to be done besides the marching. Right, and the protest. You know, and the, and the yeah. protest. Like, we're, we're marching and we're protesting, bringing awareness, but what are the what, police what, yeah. doing? And what is what what, the government what is doing? What is the government doing yeah. to stop this? Yeah, and then, you know, it begs the question, is this a deaf ear, blind eye, I want to say, response? You know what I mean? Like, you have to ask questions like that, you know. Is it really, really a concern? You know what I mean? And at this point, based on what we're reading in the news every other week, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it's a, a hot, a major issue or concern it, in terms of bringing a resolution. It doesn't seem like, and I'm going to be honest mm-hmm. when I say this, you know, we're honest on our show. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like it's a major issue or concern for people of color. I got you. I if got the you. shoe was on the other foot, you would move heaven and earth to get something done. I got you. You know yeah. what I mean? But because it's happening to people of color, right. there's no issue and there is no concern. Right. I got you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But flip it. Right. I got you. I agree. Flip it and I agree. You know, I have to agree. And we, you know, we, we are the media. Um, you know, we try to do the best that we can to get balance mm-hmm. with our perspectives mm-hmm. and, and not be biased. But right. we don't, but look, judging from 
actions that are taken, yeah. you know, that's a, that is a very, very fair assessment, yeah. you know, that you said. Because, yeah. like, when it's African-Americans, it's just, you know, it gets, it appears to get breed you know, breezed over. Yeah. But then when it's, you know, and, when it's and, when it's not people of color, you know, it's yeah. you know, it's given major attention. Yeah. And then they want to give attention to the laws, yeah. the gun laws and all yeah. this old stuff. Yeah. And we're not knocking the other side. Mm-hmm. What we're saying is that there needs to be equal attention given on all sides. Yeah. And I think that's fair to say. And and and, it, and it's fair because it's at fair. the end of the day you can go home and kiss your children. Right. Your sons, your daughters, your right. wife. But the other side cannot. Right, right. They go into their house. There's a person missing. Right, right, right. And all they have is pictures on the wall to look at and to remember. Right. You know what I mean? And that's not right. Absolutely. Well, all right. So that was sports and news. And um, so we're going to take a break. break. Yeah, we're going to take a break. And when when we come come back, back, it's going to be my favorite part of the show. You better sing it. That was my musical voice right there. Yeah, it's going to be What's Bothering Nikki. This is the Kevin and Nikki show on iHeartRadio and a whole lot more. We'll be right back. Don't fail on the moonlight 
Yo, that song made me want to start pop locking like I did you, on the cue. You cannot listen to Michael Jackson and not pop lock. I for real. Like Michael, I did. Remember, remember when, the cue, when we went on the cue? Yes. I had the pop lock. You, you can't. You can't do it. You, when you hear a Michael Jackson song, you just gotta get up and do the moonwalk yeah, yeah, and yeah, all yeah, that yeah. kind that of stuff. That don't make you want to dance like like re, like rerun from what's happening. Remember? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know Michael I mean? Jackson is the man. He the man. He the man. He's but the that was man. when they had afros though. Remember? Remember? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah that's when people weren't afraid to rock that afro. Rock that afro, that yes. all natural. That oh, all natural. Yeah, all right. All right, well, it is my favorite part of the show. It is time for What's Bothering Nikki? What's Bothering You, Nick? Well, you know what? A lot of what Ron said about family and mm-hmm. faith, you know, all of that is going to lead into was bothering Nikki. All right. All right. So, you know what? I'm just going to jump right into it. Okay. So, I'm going to set this up. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Over at my um, mother's house, spending time with the family. Remember I said before, starting our show out, that my brother wanted to challenge me. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Got the challenge in. So, we sit down at the dinner table and, you know, we get ready to break bread. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, when family come together, they do what? They pray right, together. Right, right, right. So we all grab hands, you know, and my niece grab hands and everybody else grab hands. And, you know, we we bow our heads. Mm-hmm. Well, my niece don't want to bow her head. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at her, you know, I said, niece, what's wrong with you? She said, I don't do this. Mm-hmm. I said, you don't do what? She said, I don't, I don't pray. You know, I don't do that. I don't know nothing about that. Okay. Now, here's my problem. We grew up in church. Okay. Okay. My brother knows this. So you mean to tell me that you're not spending time at home praying with your daughter? You're you. not you're not praying with your children to the point where she don't want to do it at a family gathering mm-hmm. and she's so out with it because you don't do it at home? Mm-hmm. So what's bothering me is this. Parents, why are we giving our children too many options? Right, right, right. Why are we giving our children too many options? Mm-hmm. A family that stays together, prays together. Yeah, we know that. We mm-hmm. know that. But why aren't we teaching our children how to pray? Mm-hmm. Why aren't we speaking life into our children, like I said last week? Mm-hmm. Why aren't we spending time with our children instead of just letting them play play with their friends all day? Why aren't we being the parents that, you know, our parents were when we were younger? Right, right, right. When we, my, I, I, have, I told you, I, it's seven of us. Mm-hmm. And every night we sat at the dinner table and we prayed together. Mm -hmm. We did a lot of things together as a family and my brother knows this. So why now that you have your children, do you give them options? You see what options are doing to the children. How how old is your niece? She's like, Nisi Poo is about 12, 12. 12. So yeah, she's slowly moving into that. 
frame of mind where I'm about to become a teenager. You know, yeah. they become very, very opinionated. They become, they start developing, develop their own thinking and mindsets and attitudes and things like that. And so if it hasn't been installed by now, it just might not, it's going to be a little bit difficult. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I had to, I had to take her to the side. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I let the family go ahead and, you know, and bless the food. And I had to pull her to the side and, and talk with her. Right. I got you. You know, and I, you know, I told her, you know, who God was and Jesus and different, you know, different mm-hmm. things like that and made sure that, you know, she got an understanding. And, you know, she said, Auntie, I appreciate you talking to me, but we just don't do this at home. She said, now, you know, when we when we leave here, we're going back to our normal lives. I Are got, you serious? I got. And you know what? That that statement right there was very, very powerful and profound because basically what she was saying is what we doing right now is foreign. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. It's foreign. And so this is not what I'm accustomed to, used to. This is what we don't do. But, you know, one thing I learned working with you is that they're going to act, react, respond and behave in the by the in, in connection to the environment. They spend right. the most time. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. And so, um, you know, that was good that you pulled her aside and kind of, right. you know, kind of gave her a little bit you know, advice or encouragement. Right. But, so, you yeah. know, I said to, you know, after we all got done eating and different things like that, you know, my brother and I, we stepped outside and I said, well, you know, why aren't you, you know, teaching your daughter how to pray? Mm-hmm. And his exact words was, you know, I just don't have time for that stuff. Okay. Are you kidding me? I, I said, dude, we grew up praying. Right, right, right. Now that you are an adult and you have your wife and you have your children in your own house, you mean to tell me that what we grew up on, you don't instill that in your children? Right. Now I want to I want to ask a, a question. Let's say that there's a listener out there that's saying that's listening to what's bothering Nikki, and their perspective is, well, she has the right not to pray. What, what would you say? What would you say? I, I think with everything that's going on mm-hmm. in society today, I think that we are letting our children, you know, make their own way a little too much. Okay. And what I mean by that is that we're giving them too many. Too many options and the options that we're letting them pick are the wrong ones. I got you. You know, we're letting them pick their friends and they're picking the wrong friends. Right. We're letting them pick different things and, and it's just wrong. We as the parent have to step, have, we have to step in and say, hold up, time out. Right. Time out. This is what it is. Right. I mean, look at me. My mother said, this is what it is. This is going to, this is what it's going to be. And this is how it's going to be done. And I'm that, that same way today. Right. I hear you. So it, it sounds like it's that passed down kind of tradition and family, you know, morals and values. Right. And the thing about it is that the parents, you can't wait till they're 16 years old and six, five, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's just kind of a little bit too late to try to start in, installing. And, you know, I think what, what our parents did and they did a great job. They install a foundation in us at an early age, and that foundation was very, very solid. Mm-hmm. You know, in our house, it was no such thing as putting a do not enter sign on your door. That's what I'm talking about. If you put about. it on the door, I remember my dad took the daggone door off That's the hinges. That's what I'm talking about. And put, let, left the door right there. Because the, the bottom line was about. they paid the bills in the house. This was their house. It was no such thing as, Mom, you're invading my privacy. 
You see what I'm saying? My mom would come in and if she wanted to go through our drawers and things, because what at the end of the day, maybe people didn't agree with the traditional way of raising kids. It worked, but at the but it spelled this word, which is a cuss word, with parents. Accountability. When I know that my mom and dad is going to be checking my drawer, checking my pockets to make sure I'm not bringing stuff in the house that I shouldn't be, it's going to bring it brings accountability. It makes you say, you know, I don't think I want to do that. That's what I'm talking about. It's no accountability because kids are being given too much freedom. Thank you. They're given too, uh, the right to have too much say. And that's it right there. That's it right there. They have too much say. That's that's it right there. And I think some, not all, because you do have some really good parents out there. We've had a lot of good parents on On our our show. show. That's right. We've had one today. Um, I think that some parents don't want to do it because they have other things to do. Or they want to be their friend. They're too busy trying to be their friend. That's it. And I remember my dad used to say, and my mom, listen. I don't care about being your friend right now. Mm-hmm. I'll be mm-hmm. your friend when you have in college and you have graduated from college. That's right. Then we become friends. And guess what? We're the best of friends. There you go. But when I look back on my go. childhood, I'm very, very thankful that mm-hmm. they checked our drawers. Yeah. That they checked our pockets. That they took the door off the hinges because they 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 established accountability. And I remember my dad used to sit by the door. Uh, he sit by the he sit by in the, on the couch by the door, right? Mm-hmm. He's have his arm folded. He's telling my brother, me and my brother, before we go out to play. He said, "Now listen, <laughs> y'all can go out there and act a fool if y'all want. Y'all yes. better not let it come back to my door." <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you straight up though, Nick. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you straight. Up, I was more afraid of the, of my dad than the cops. Yeah, because if it, when it came back to the door, you knew you was gonna get discipline. And see, that's what I'm talking about. You yeah. were not given an option to go out there and embarrass your family, and your then, parents, right? And then on top of that, Nick, we grew up with a that sense of not wanting to embarrass your parents. Yes, because it was an embarrassment in the community. Yep. If something got back to your house, yep. if you was around yep. and acting simple, yep. then yep. we ran through people's yard, played crate ball, and the ball would you know go into the lady's mm-hmm. yard. We would jump the fence. We ran through old houses. You know, we did mm-hmm. the the dumb little kid stuff. But for the most part. We didn't let stuff come back mm-hmm, to the house because it mm-hmm. was an embarrassment. Mm-hmm. These kids are not living with they're, a sense of no. I don't want to embarrass mom and dad, and and they're not, and that's why you have all this craziness going on. Right? They the, the kids are, are are making bombs in the garage and, and, and stuff in the basement. How, the parents don't know what's how are you going making on. A, a missile launcher how, in the garage? How are you? And nobody don't that? know. You know, nobody knows. Yeah. I mean, what? That's what's bothering me. You know, I see. I had, I had too. to cut myself off for a minute because I was about to go somewhere else. Right, I got you. But you know what? When I that's what's bothering me. I got you. Parents, then, come on, come on yeah. now, come on now. Hold your kids. They've already taken prayer out of the schools. Right. You know, the children can't pray over their food in school. Come on now. Right. We got to get back to. We got to get back to how our parents raised us and instill that right. in the children. Stop trying to be their friend. Like Kev said, be the mother, be the father. Right, right, right. Teach these kids how to pray so that when they grow up, they know how to ward off all of that stuff that's trying to get at them. Right, right. See, that's the problem. They don't know how to ward off nothing. Yeah, they don't know how. The enemy yeah. is attacking our kids all over the place and right. they don't know how to defend themselves because you haven't taught them. Right. And then, you know, these kids, you know, one of their tactics was, uh, you know, giving mom and dad the silent treatment. Yeah. And I remember my mom and dad was used to say, well, 
you gonna need some money eventually. I you know, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can try all that silent treatment all you want. You was going because you had to go on a class trip. You know what I mean? You, you gonna need sneakers. So yes. our parents didn't play that. I don't yes. care. They didn't care about being our friend. Yes. They cared about being our parent because yes. they always told us, when I shut my eyes, I want you to be able to handle yourself in this life. That's right. And what are these kids going to do when their parents shut their eyes and they haven't installed them responsibility, nope. discipline, nope. teamwork, nope. integrity, nope. morals, nope. values? Nope. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? That's why I said last week I want to live to be 150 because I don't want these kids taking care of me at all. I got you. And for the grandparents that have to depend on this generation to take mm-mm, care of you, mm-mm. you better come up with a plan B, That's C, right. and D. That's right. Because it's just not that generation. It's not that type of party. That's good stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff, Nick. Yeah. That's good stuff. That's all I got. I got you. So. We're going to take a break? We're going to take a break. All right. And when we come back, it's going to be my favorite part of the show. <laughs> Kevin's Corner is up next. Is up next. You're going to dig this. Watch. Morning light, silk and dream. Take flight. As the darkness gives way to the dawn, you survived. Now your moment has arrived. Now your dream has finally been
Get the message. Well, <laughs> she hit that note, though, didn't she? She hit that oh, note. Oh, my, my Aunt Lil used to love that song, man. Yes. That shout one out that, to Aunt Lil. Yeah, shout out to Aunt Lil. And that other song, Silly of Me, to go around Uh-oh. and brag about the love of my. Well, who, who sang you that? You know what? Latino Ray? Who, who? That's the You Lee had Ray? it right. You had it right. Well, what? Who was it? <laughs> who, who was. It's rather Tina Rio or Denise Williams. It's one of y'all. Denise Williams. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got you. Okay, I knew it was one of you y'all. You are a mess. I knew it was one of them. You know what I mean? So I was in the bar, ballpark. You know what I mean? Yeah, they used to love you that song. You are a mess. They used to love that song. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> we got it. Wow. You are a mess. Well, you know what? <laughs> it's time for my favorite part of the show. Kevin's Corner. All right, all right, all right. It's time for Kevin's Corner. You heard the songs about that beautiful black butterfly. Yes, 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 yes. So I want to talk about seven lessons we can learn from a butterfly. Mm. All right. Oh, I like that. Number one, if nothing changes, nothing changes. All right. So in order to come into form, a butterfly develops through a process called metamorphosis that has four stages, okay? And each stage is fully dependent on the other. You know, what stage, what process are you in today that you can build upon that's going to make you better tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Thus moving closer to that beautiful butterfly that you are. Number two, everything we are taking in will be fuel and nourishment for our new form. Now, of course, um, when caterpillars are in that stage, pretty much they just eat, 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 mm-hmm, eat, eat. Mm-hmm. So what do you eat, eat, eating every day? What are you taking into your spirit? What are you taking into your thinking? Mm-hmm. What are you taking into your psyche? What are you listening to um, that's going to be nurturing mm-hmm. or nourishment that's Going to aid in you becoming that butterfly. You cannot uh, be around people that are just speaking constant negativity in your ear. People that are downing you. You can't hang around bad company. Uh, you can't That's right. eat the negative fuels of life and think that you're going to be the beautiful butterfly that you're destined to be. Mm-hmm. So what are you taking in? Number three, shedding of old patterns are necessary. Mm-hmm. As the first point said, if nothing changes, nothing changes. But one of the changes need need to shed the old. 
so that you can step into the new yes. or prepare for the new. Yeah. You got to shed old thinking habits. You got to shed old feelings. You got to shed old behaviors. You got to shed old conversation. You know, what is our conversation about to ourselves? Is it, do we even speak life to ourselves, let alone towards and about other people? What is our thinking? Are we, do we see the glass as half full or half empty in our life, even in tough situations? How does our thinking affect how we feel? You know, because if you got negative thinking, you're going to have negative, negative emotions mm -hmm. and it's going to produce negative, defeated behavior. And we got to change our thinking yes. if we're going to change the way we feel and ultimately change behavior. So we got to shed those old patterns. And they say that it takes 21 days to, to break a habit mm -hmm. and start a new one. Mm -hmm. So you can always start today. That's the good news about waking up every morning that you can always start today. Mm -hmm. All right. Number four, solitude. Provide space and time for internalization. You know that a catapult pillar goes into a cocoon. It's kind of like a solitude. Even Superman went to the fortress of solitude to regroup, to get himself together, mm -hmm. to, you know, do that self-talk, to evaluate his life, e evaluate his mission. Sometimes we need to go to a place of solitude where we can evaluate our thinking, evaluate, evaluate the way we feel, evaluate our behavior, evaluate our dreams, evaluate our goals. Am I on the path to where I'm destined to be and destined to become that ultimate butterfly that you already are right now? Some of who may not know, mm -hmm. but I'm just not about to tell you. All right. Now, number five, sometimes a breaking down must occur in order for restructuring to begin. So we know that um, during this phase, a rapid internal growth, the caterpillar actually has to break down its parts or liquefy in order to come into another form. And sometimes in life, our breakdown could be some challenging situations. Sometimes yeah. in life, we need that tough situation to find out what's in us. Yeah. Sometimes you won't find out that you have courage until you face fear. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you won't find out that you have long suffering until you've suffered long. Mm -hmm. So sometimes in life, to bring out the best in us, we will and sometimes perhaps need to be placed in some situations that are, are challenging. It may not feel comfortable uh, as it does not for the caterpillar, but keep in mind that you are progressing towards becoming a beautiful butterfly. But let your circumstances, situations make you better and not bitter. Yes. All right. Number six, keep flapping because the butterfly is a butterfly inside the cocoon before it breaks out at the end. So keep flapping despite the frustration of trying to get out of the cocoon. You know, when the butterfly is coming around to that time where he's about to break out of that co cocoon, he's flapping and it's causing a lot of anger and frustration and disappointment and all this old stuff. But as he continues to keep flapping and flapping and flapping, he doesn't realize that his wings are getting stronger. Just like in life, when doors are closed in your face, keep flapping. When they lie on you, keep flapping. When they talk behind your back, keep flapping. You know, when you didn't get that role or that job that you was looking for, keep flapping because you are going to eventually break out of that cocoon and be that butterfly that you're destined to be. And number seven, now that you are out of the cocoon and you are that metamorphosized butterfly, live in your new state as a beautiful butterfly. And I guarantee you, the wind will be the thing that helps you fly beneath your wings.
That's it. Nice. Flip with this. Flip with this. Nice. 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 That's it. Nice. Mm. Real nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I got that. Birdie Mac. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Real, Real nice. nice. <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. So, so it's time. Put it out put there. It out there. I'm actor Kevin D. Benton. Hey, look, we love to connect with you. You can follow me on Facebook, actor Kevin D. Benton. You can follow me on Twitter at Kevin D. Benton, and I will follow back. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> back ten. <laughs> My friend. My friend. Back ten. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, see, I can't get That's you started. That's my ice cube, Jeff. That's my ice cube person. See, I can't get you started. I'm not going to get you. Mac Teeth. <laughs> you play too much. Yeah. You can find me, Nikki Warren, on Facebook, at Nikki Warren on Twitter. And hello, I'm Nikki. That's H E L L O I M N I K E E. And you can find our show on Facebook, the Kevin and Nikki Show. Join the group. Yes, sir. Hey, community. join in the conversation. Talk to us. We'll talk back to you. As you can see, we love to talk. We love to talk. Yes. So do it. Do it. Do it. Also, you can find us on Twitter, the Kevin Nikki Show. Mm-hmm. Tweet us. We'll tweet you back. We sure will. Okay. If you have any questions, comments, concerns regarding our show, you can find us on the Kevin and Nikki show at Yahoo.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Email us. Send us an email. Listen, we will email you back. If you have any questions, comments, concerns for our guest, Ron Godfrey, Send us an email. We'll read it to him, get the answer, and we'll read it by, right back. Hey, we sure will. your letter can be on our show. Yeah. You know what? Speaking of letters. Letters. We, we got to, we gotta, yeah, I would like to get to that. You know, but we can read letters on the show. I yes. think that would be, you know. Um, but, yeah, man, I um, I wanted to write this letter, right? Uh-oh. And I wanted to get your opinion on what you think so far. I only wrote a little bit. Okay. Um, and just tell me what you think. I wanted to write this letter to a person. Okay. And um, just wanted a little feedback. So it, it, I, I only had a, a little bit. Okay. What All is right. It? So it starts off with, I got it right here. Hold on, let me grab my paper. It starts <laughs> off like, hold on. Dear Charles. That's all I had. <laughs> what? That's it. Dear Charles. That's, that's as far as I got. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that's as far as I got. You know what? <laughs> That's it. You you got to put more in there than dear Charles. I don't know what else to write. Okay, well, we're gonna help him out. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna help him out, guys. Well, send your letters in and we'll read yours yeah, on the show. How about that? <laughs> yeah, because we we gotta have something else to say besides dear Charles. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh man, I thought it was gonna be exciting, uh, but anyway, it wasn't. That's all right. All that's right. So all that's, right. that's that's all we got. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh wait, 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 wait. We got YouTube channels. Oh yeah, yeah. Check, Check us them out. out. Check them out. Hey, guess what? Our movie. Em- our movie, the bridge, the bridge, the bridge is, is on, up. Is is on, on YouTube. YouTube. Check us out. Check us out. Yeah, check us, check out. us out. Check us out. Yeah. And check out all the other exciting things we got going on on our YouTube. Yeah, we got short films. We got movie clips. Yes. Just so you can get an idea of what yes, we do. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. man, we we are we're loving it, man. We yes, we job. are loving it, loving our show. And guess what? We are loving you. We're too. Lo- loving you. Ah. Did I do it? Ah. You know it. It's the Kevin and Nikki Show on iHeartRadio. We are everywhere and we are out of here. Boom. My life was 
You have been listening to the Kevin and Nikki show on iHeartRadio, Black Butterfly. Penn LPS Online takes the transformative power of an Ivy League education and makes it available to busy adults with big ambition. It's a career-building online bachelor's degree program from the University of Pennsylvania. It's Ivy League, it's online, and it's open to everyone. Take the next step toward greater professional success with a Bachelor of Applied Arts and Sciences from Penn LPS Online. Learn more at upenn.edu slash LPS online. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.